Folks, did I say folks? I meant fellow nerds. We heard together, and this the year of our Lord 2022, the very last time we will be together uh, for this particular year. And what a year it's been! Uh, the year that was, uh, we've enjoyed each and every month coming to you, but for the final time in the 12th month of this year. This will be the last Nerd Herders of the year. Can't thank you enough for listening and for watching. I'm getting all the thank yous out of the way now uh, so you know how much you mean to. It's going to be a thank you sandwich. Thank you at the beginning. Thank you at the end. And a whole lot of good stuff in the middle. So, to join me in our final Nerd Herders of the year. By the way, my name is Craig Legans, sporting my Batman Christmas sweater. For the first time, try to come to you each and every month wearing something new. Um, and this the month is no exception. You'll see why in a second. Uh, when our show, it'll make sense why I'm wearing this particular one. But my name is Craig Legans. It's been my pleasure, my privilege, and my honor to be your host for this whole year. And joining me in this massive undertaking, once again, are the two most famous professional wrestling couple that I know manager, wrestler, referee, still manager, now soon best-selling author, and her husband Damien. It's the Varguses. Hi, How are hi. you both? Good. Hi. And Dan Calachico. So Damien, please. Um it's your show. Uh, we want to get this out of the way now because we have so much good stuff to talk yeah. about. But uh, we lost some biggies uh, that uh, affected both all of us individually and personally. So take it away. All right. Uh, so yeah. Um, unfortunately, as I had mentioned to to, to the to the herd here, um, going through the news, it was a very hard month in terms of nerd everything. I mean, there was quite a few. Uh, over the course of the last month up until recent, uh, we are going to take this moment to actually dedicate the episode to the memory of two in particular, though. Uh, and, and, you know, I and I know we all have our memories, whether it be, they be personal, childhood, nerd, and whatever the case may be. Um, first and foremost, I'd like to dedicate the episode to the memory of Jason David Frank. Uh, for those of you that might be new to the show, may not know, but those of you that may be returning do know, uh, episode th- seven, like early and I, no, it was like 12. It was like 12. Okay. Episode 12 was, um, our very first interview, uh, we ever had on the show when we first started Nerd Herders a number of years ago. On Blog Talk Radio. On Blog Talk Radio. Wow. Um, and through Dream Elite and, um, David, uh, David Calypso at the time, who was, you know, the person that ran everything, um, reached out, we wanted to do an interview and reached out to Jason David Frank, who at that time was just starting, he had just was putting the news out there. He was getting ready to start to hit the cons and everything like that, like he was doing. And we were literally his first stop. 
we were his, we were his first stop. We were his first interview. David reached out to him. He was so nice, so cordial. And he said, yeah, absolutely. I'll do it. Didn't ask for anything. Didn't ask for anything. All he said was, look, unfortunately, I'm having a dojo sleepover at my karate school. So I'm only going to be able to be on for 30 minutes. Hmm. So what we did in kind was we wanted, you know, as fans of his as well. And of course, we had a thousand one things we wanted to ask him. But we're like, all right, we want to take this opportunity to really have everybody really enjoy it. So what we did was we took uh, a week-long collection of the Nerd Herder listeners' questions. And we fished them as questions. Um, that half hour turned actually into, he pretty much stayed on with us for a full hour. Wow. Um, just because, and he, enjoyed, you know, he enjoyed every minute of it. He was so nice, so cordial. And we had a room of about five grown adults in this room. And he's like, you know, he, he did it. He, he signed off because he had to go. We thank him for his time. And he's like, guys, before I go, just remember, it's morphin' time. Unfortunately, we used to camcord our episodes. And, of course, the battery died when his, his interview started. But when he did It's Morphin' Time, you saw five grown adults <laughs> jumping around like that kid that got the, the – there's that, there's that AFV video where the kid gets the, gets the video game console. Yeah, five grown adults were doing that. We had a couch and our Power Rangers built on it. And we're just jumping around going, oh, my God, he said it. He said it. Like, we were just yeah. five absolute grown adults. And we had such a, obviously, uh, a huge viewer uh, listenership for that episode. Because, again, this was, like, the first thing JDF had done in a long time. So the fact that he, it was huge. And because of that, we had gained so many new listeners that stuck around after that episode. So basically he just hugely boosted us into what we had become and everything like that. So, you know, here we are now, you know, on our, on our, on our third leg of doing this and everything like that, you know, nerd herders rebooted 3.0, whatever you want to call it. But again, it all started with um, the, the graciousness of JDF and everything like that. So, you know, again, this episode is dedicated to the memory of Jason David Frank. The other dedication for this one also goes out to the uh, late, great Kevin Conroy, who will always be remembered now as the voice of Batman. Um, this, like, I mean, JDF and Kevin Conroy, I mean, again, we had a lot of loss, but JDF and Kevin Conroy was covered all over the place every day for like a week or whatever it was. I mean, there's still stuff going on and everything. And um, yeah, I mean, like the, he will forever be the iconic voice. I think we're actually going to be privy to his last piece of work. Um, the, uh, in um, uh, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League in the video game. Yes. Um, he did voice Batman for that. And everything like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I want to see, like, I actually wanted to ask Craig, because I know, Craig, you, you did a lot of con stuff and everything like that. Did you ever have any uh, encounters with Mr. Conroy or anything like that? I did. Um, I, I Actually, uh, as irony would have it, um, at Keystone Comic Con, the first time I was there, um, the first panel I ever did um, was Kevin. Um, Kevin was there. He was uh, one of the, the featured guests. He was the first big name celebrity. 
but the the first panel I ever hosted was Jason David Frank. Wow. So uh, he was the first person I met. He was the most well-dressed guest that was there. He was the only one that why he was a man after my own heart because he was the only one wearing a suit. Um, There's so many other celebrities there. Uh, Scott Patterson from the Gilmore Girls and even um, um, Tom Holland uh, wore a T-shirt and a baseball cap the whole time, didn't take it off. But Jason David Frank was there in a suit, uh, answered every single question. Uh, we were we just like with you guys. Um, we ran late. You know, we only had we had the hall for uh, we had a thirty five minute window, and there was a group coming in, but he wasn't through talking, and he stayed and answered every question that every fan had. Find anything anybody wanted to took pictures with everyone who wanted, including me. And my co-host, Rockstar Rob, um, I didn't get a chance to talk to, to Kevin Conroy, but he was one of the guys that was there at the Keystone Comic Con. So they were both there at the same time. Um, and because I had the all-access pass, um, I got to walk behind him and saw him as he came in. I got to, to shake his hand real real fast. Uh, but yeah, and he was, he, I saw him one other, one more other time, I think at the last Wizard World that was here in in Philly, but he was he was a guy that every time he came, every time there was a con on the East Coast, you had a chance to see him. And yeah. every single person that ever had any conversation, long or short, with Kevin Conroy came away with the same exact impression. He's exactly who you wanted him to be. You hoped he would be a nice guy. He is a nice guy. You hoped he'd be nice. He was nice. You hope he'd be kind or answer your question or take a picture with you or shake your hand. He did all the above. And, you know, he in the end, he was he was just a guy. But he's a guy that has the voice of that guy. Yeah. And, and you know, even Kevin Smith said when he reads Batman comics, he reads it in Kevin's voice. Yeah. And, and you can't not. Yeah. Uh, it, his, his impact is, is, is timeless. And he'll, he'll always be. Go ahead, Dan. Oh, I thought you had your hand up. You do the hand thing. I'm sorry. That's the only position my shoulder and elbow do not hurt in. So every now and then I hold my hand up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, Did, it's, I'm laughing, but I'm serious. I, I get it. Did you guys ever get to, to meet him, to meet uh, Kevin? No, unfortunately not. Yeah. I mean, just a lot of amazing memories. I mean, I was always a Batman fan. Since I was a little kid, you know, the Super Friends and, yeah. you know, Adam West show, everything. But it wasn't until Batman the Animated Series hit. It was just like, whoa. Like, I don't know. It was like, that was like, it, it just really re-sparked being a Batman fan. Yeah. And it, that voice just becoming synonymous with the character was just like, oh. And when Batman the Animated Series debuted in in ninety two, this is coming on the heels of of the success of Bat, of the first Batman with Tim Burton and Batman Returns. So there was a whole reinvigoration yeah. of, uh, of of Batman and and people that weren't even fans that may have been casual fans before were now heavily into it. And here this this animated show and you know we obviously like you just said we grew up on the super friends we grew up on when adam west was the voice of the cartoon batman yeah exactly but now all of a sudden yeah it's dark 
and it's gritty, and you see Gotham City just like it is on the Frank Miller show with the the, the Zeppelins in the background, and just the opening title sequence with the uh, the music. The with this the, is so powerful, yeah. Yeah, I was like, wow, this this is different. This Batman is a different one, and of course, now we know Batman the animated series is just as timeless as any other Batman, and due in large part to the, the voice of Kevin Conroy and his spawn a whole video game franchise and a whole redirection of, of Batman and uh, the stories that they came from it and the, uh, the, the dark Knight and the gritty Batman, even up to the Batman that we see today. Mm-hmm. But Kevin Conroy plays a part in all that because if it weren't for the success of the animated series, we wouldn't have the overwhelming Batman success right now. I wouldn't be ensconced in Batman as it were. Yeah. Uh, quick JDF con story though. It was uh, one of the last times we went to New York Comic Con, and it was, it was his first year at New York Comic Con when he first started this whole thing. Mm-hmm. They had sat him; uh, they boofed him next to Hulk Hogan. So it was like, oh, it's Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I thought this line was going to be huge. JDF's line—you were—it was like three times, four times bigger oh, yeah. than Hogan's to the oh. point. And again, they're right next to each other. JDS line like dwarfed Hogan's. Wow. To the point where Hogan was like, who's like Hulk, Hulk, yeah, Hulk Hogan was like, who's that? Like he didn't Hogan didn't even know he was. But guess who went right over to Smooth? Hey brother, how you doing? And they're like, yeah, Hogan went right over to him. We were standing right there. Hogan went right over to him. So he goes, hey brother. Da, da, da. Hogan had like no clue who he was. But just saw this massive line, and he was like, "Who's who's yeah. line is this?" Because like you know, that's a shot to the ego and a half. Yeah. You're a Hulk Hogan. Yeah, you're literally a you know you're a pop culture icon. Okay. Yes, but so was JDF. Yeah, and to see that JDF was that much bigger of an icon, which is you wouldn't even think you wouldn't if you verbalize that in a conversation. To so like, no, no, JDF is not bigger than Hulk Hogan. To see it in actual yeah. numbers, yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, we stood there laughing, like, wow, like, oh, well, that's good. To a nicer guy, it couldn't happen, yeah, yeah. but that's crazy, super quick. I know, I know, I know it's not like a nerdy thing, but I would like to add a little bit to the memoriam just because, absolutely, for, for my own personal self, yes. I know Dan and I always. Discussing it when we do manic mixtape on November. Nope, November past <laughs> on uh, December November twenty twenty three. Day some bullshit. I forgot that. Right, that's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, sure. recently, I have it written down somewhere. Okay, but uh, recently, Christine McPhee of Fleetwood yes. Mac also uh... passed away, and I only have to mention that in the in memoriam because I'm a music nerd, and Fleetwood Mac is one of my all time diehard favorite bands of all time and you know a lot of people would sleep on her and focus more on stevie nicks but she had just as many hits that she sang and wrote and co-wrote and she was such an integral part of said group and it just absolutely sucks that she's gone but it's absolutely awesome i still got to see them all live as a whole me too and yeah you saw them i didn't i didn't yeah you talking to me or you're talking to fox pre uh pre-pandemic i saw fleetwood mac live Oh, fuck. I saw I saw Fleetwood Mac live nice. in, in 1986 at the Spectrum. 
Oh, well, um, we can't all be as old as you, Craig. Oh, yes. Don't you don't (laughs) worry. (laughs) You'll get there. Uh, Fox, I don't know if you read my uh, my uh, my memoriam to uh, Christy McBee on my um, on my page, but she was very, very instrumental in my upbringing because Fleetwood Mac was um, like one of my favorite bands. But I discovered them by accident because when I was going to an all white private school, uh, that was the name of it, all white private school in the 70s, um, you you couldn't escape it uh, when a kid had a radio on. on the bus going home and Fleetwood Mac would come on, but it was her voice. It was um, Say You Love Me was the first one I ever heard. And all the kids were singing along with it. And I just remember all these kids that were so mean to me and just were uh, people I didn't like, but they were all singing along. And when the love and I didn't know what they were singing about. I didn't know what it, it meant, but they all seemed so happy and it was catchy and I liked it too. And that was the bridge I had between the two worlds, going to an all-white school and growing up in an all-black neighborhood. But music was one of the the bridges, and Fleetwood Mac at school was my band, and it became my band. So whenever when I got big, whenever I had a bad day, I put on Fleetwood Mac. And even now, when I I walk home uh, from work, if I have a bad day, it's it's Fleetwood Mac. And but it's the Christy McVie. Uh, led Fleetwood Mac, yeah. the "Say You Love Me" and "You Make Love and Fun," and um, and then just the the irony that now I hear I hear Christy McVie about three or four times every goddamn night because of that commercial for that car. I'm singing everywhere. Yeah, it's like, and and people are discovering it now for the first time. And meanwhile, fans like us, like we know that shit. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I will. I will reserve comment. Uh, I'm also going to tell Badass. I'm going to ignore the redemption of the one word per minute because uh, uh, it's a podcast, and I'm ignoring you. Um, we're not mentioning Christy Alley because uh, I don't. No, like we're not. Uh, well, I said the main two. What the fuck? Those were the main two. Music. Yeah, I did. I just wanted to say I. I will withhold my comments uh, about Christy McVie for. Manic mix. Yes, no, I'm 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 withholding a lot. Yeah, save it for you. I just want to say, everyone who's listening to this, go listen to the song everywhere right Mm -hmm. now. After the show, though. After the show, that's Uh, all I want to say. And I just wanted to add on before we move on (laughs) from Kevin Conroy. As much as we have talked about Ben Affleck and movie Batman's and this and Damien, you kind of touched upon this, and Craig, you touched upon it as well. And I know Foxy won't have an argument against this, even though we have talked about them. When you see the word Batman, when you hear the word Batman, the voice I hear is Kevin Conroy. Yes. Hands down. He is Batman. Not Ben Affleck. Not Michael Keaton. Certainly not George Clooney. All due respect. Not Val Kelmer. Even when I look at this statue... I see, I see older Batman. I hear in Kevin Conroy's voice. There's no oh, other voice. And Dan, and all the video games, all the Arkham video games we play, there's yeah, Kevin. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm so, I will, I will admit this now. When that trailer for the Justice League kills, excuse me, the uh, Suicide Squad kills Justice League played and it just faded and you heard his voice again, I started tearing up. Because I was like, we're 
Yes, thank you. Thank you one more time. Nobody can deliver that line like Kevin. He's Batman. Nobody else. Yeah. Everybody else is a close second. Except for Val Kilmer. Except for Val Kilmer. Except for, except for Val Kilmer, of course. Fair enough. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So again, we dedicate today's tonight's episode of End of the Year. You know, again, it's been a sad loss for everyone that we lost. I mean, again, it was it was a lot. Uh, unfortunately, as, as I was scrolling through the news for the, this, uh, this episode, and I was like, okay, guys, we got to keep it a little up, which we're going to do very, very sure. shortly. Um, but again, we dedicate this episode, the end of the year, to the memories of Jason David Frank, Kevin Codroy. We thank you both very, very much for influential, influential childhoods, nerddom, that are literally going to be timeless and last forever, gents. So we, we thank you. All right, so moving on, moving on now. We're going to move it on up. All right, and breaking news that happened earlier today, which I'm sure you guys probably discussed on Hell in a Cell Radio and everything like that. Uh, Maybe, maybe, or maybe not. Um, I don't want to say that too long, but still. Mandy Rose, after her incredible run. So yesterday, last night, she drops the straps. Everybody's thinking, oh, call up. Uh, but then it comes out shortly after there was news or speculation or whatever the case may be. And now it's kind of fruition that Mandy Rose was um, apparently uh, let go because of violating, you know, policies that they have or whatever like that. Now, I'm actually having issue with this now because of what I had sent you earlier. We are less than. So this happens to Mandy Rose. Okay. Uh, and everything like that. Um, now, we apparently are, though, less than 24 hours removed from the public posting, posting and advertising of uh, Lacey Evans' um, uh, OnlyFans called um, Through His Eyes Only, which is basically photo, it's like a photographic site, risque, that her husband is releasing, releasing, you know, he's doing the pictures slash POV style and everything, uh, and everything, and nothing. So we're gonna, you know, we're gonna go ahead and fire someone who's been an absolute on fire for like the last what, you know, since heading back to NXT, who I always said I told you guys way back when was underrated talent that people were sleeping on. Had an amazing 400-plus day run as, as champ, completely reinvented herself and everything like that. Had a run people were talking about, despite whatever little naysayers were around, only for it to culminate like this. Actually did something, added something, versus somebody who's really, I mean, granted, it's not really complacent, hasn't added anything. I mean, granted, it wasn't anything for her creatively, but the point is, even when she was there, she really didn't bring anything much to the table. So Lacey Evans, who's doing this OnlyFans project with her husband, is still there. And Mandy Rose dropped a strap. Was, and I'm, I'm actually having issue with this. You and a lot of other people are, Damien. Yeah. Because uh, the, the hypocrisy is deafening. Yeah, let's add to the hypocrisy. Not you, Danny. It's just a point you made. Uh, It's allegedly because Mattel has evolved since she has an action figure. Well, then let's go ahead and cancel the Alexa Bliss 
and Paige action figures because I've seen every inch of their bodies. Thank you, by the way. Lacey um, Evans has figures too. Yeah, that's this. That's fucking stupid. Not you, Danny. The point is stupid. Yeah. Any way the WWE twists this, there's very rare occurrence where when it's something like this that all four of us are in agreement. This is fucking stupid. I'm not going to harp on it past the sentence because we are did in w, uh, on on uh, HIAC. Well, let, anyway, let's get the let's get the woman's well, professional well, point of view. Yeah, let, let me just finish this, and I'm sitting out. Okay. No matter how many, I even tried to do the devil's advocate thing, and and do a well, you know, maybe she has it, and even doing that when I went backwards, it's still because the WWE is hypocritical. Like, there's no way to twist it. That's just that's like I said. Like mind. you, you fired somebody that brought something to the table that actually contributed, and you still have someone there who has not contributed like anything. Come on, who? So, not only that, literally advertised it not even twenty four hours ago. Put it out publicly. Hey, OnlyFans. My husband choose these through his eyes only. Like, come on. It's a, go go ahead, uh, Foxy. Please, I'm dying to know. You're, uh, not, you're no sarcasm intended. I, I really, I you need your point. My view. eyes only. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but I mean, at, at end of the day, to each their own. It's not like this is something she just started last night and they decided to shit can her over. This is something she was doing, which is something that they actively knew about. It's only there's only a consequence because it something Stuff got leaked, but that's something that's out of her control. In fact, leaking anything from OnlyFans is not legal. exactly legal, if I'm correct. Technically not, yeah. I mean, it's going to be an uphill battle to do something about it, but, you know, it, it's, again, the fact that it just got leaked out and then she shit-canned, that's where it's even more fucked up. However, like I said to my loving husband earlier today, if she ends up on an indie show that I am on, I won't say no. Correct. I mean that is that is correct. What? That's correct. Oh wait. Oh wait. I just got what oh. You just got what you're saying? <laughs> you just got what you're saying? It's picked up while she's laying down. Um so picked up. <laughs> Uh, so if we, Andy, if, New Jersey, <laughs> let's go. I will forward her the information for Excite Wrestling right oh, now. Oh, look! What's her Twitter? Oh, oops, oopsies! I fr- I press share. So in review, um, DUIs are cool. Drug abuse is cool. I saw that. Sexual abuse is cool. I saw oh. that. Only fans can't titties have that. Bad. No titties. And you didn't even see it's she's wearing clothes. That's the thing. It's like it's that's what bothers me. Of, it's not a matter of profane content. Because in relation, Zelina Vega has an OnlyFans for her cosplay. So yeah. so long as you are not doing explicit, you know, quote unquote sex work, in which case there's nothing wrong with that either, but so long as you're within the parameters of what you can and can't do because you're employed by another company that says, hey, don't do that, what's the fucking problem? I have seen, I, I, 
I mentioned this off air, so this gives an opp- another opportunity to get this on record. Uh, Bad Ash and I were talking about this after we recorded HIC. I have seen the inside of every part of Mickey James. Yeah. yeah. I have seen the ins- most of Alexa Bliss. But you haven't seen these. Well, the Mickey James ones we saw when she was just. No, he said Alexa Bliss. I know that. I'm just saying the Mickey James ones were when she was Alexa. Yeah, they, nobody, nobody batted an eye. There was never a thing about it. No. And that is correct. <laughs> That's by the way, let's let's uh let's let's tack this on just in case anybody's confused. I don't care. There's yeah. not a problem with these things. These are adults making adult decisions. It's none of your fucking business. Yeah. Um I'll even extend this. Absolutely. We talked about this at great length when it happened to the leaks with Paige. None of your fucking business. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't affect your career. Um, that's it. And extending it to the Usos. If they're getting help and the Hardys, there's a system in place. None of these people should be losing their job. Least of all, Mandy Rose. Ones this that are this. harming no one else. Yes. She's, yes. she's not a danger to herself. She's not a danger to others. By and the way, like I said on well, I mean, she's a please? danger to others, but it, like, you it, know, it, not it, not like danger is dangerous. You know, like driving drunk. Yeah. Um uh, by the way, if you're going to get fired for leaks, let me see a whole boob. That's all. Well, like I said before, um, I'm kidding. If, uh, like I said, HIC Talk Radio, if Mandy, if Mandy Rose had a drug problem or ran over someone with her car, she'd still be employed. Mm-hmm. If Mandy Rose had a drinking problem, she'd still be employed. Mm-hmm. They're hiding behind the fact that they are now a family company. Oh, and, and let's say no, they're not. I mean, they're already advertised. Did you? Did anybody see how they're going to advertise the thirtieth anniversary of Raw? No, it's literally three X's. It says Raw X X X the thirty for the thirtieth anniversary. Yeah, which going to which is going to be right here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. By the way, she, I mean. Oh. Let's see she what happens in terms of next. I, I honestly see this. She'll be. I think she'll be back. You do? Oh, yeah. This back. is not. Especially now well because because on the other end of it now, too, apparently it's also come out that AAA to the people that are here working with, they are not exactly happy with a lot of the callbacks that they've brought back in. Good, because a lot of people that, aren't. That, and they, that, that a lot of them haven't delivered. Oh, shit. Yes. Cough hit row. Draw flies. <laughs> yeah. The moment hit oh, row came you. back, and I'm sorry again to anybody that's a fan, but honestly, the moment hit row came back, I was like, why? Because they were like literally like the first surprise he brought back, and I was just like, why? Like, I think that was just Triple H just make good because the way they were, they were given a contract and then they were fired. So yeah. that was kind of his way of saying, hey, guys, I know that was, that was messed up. So, here come back but obviously they weren't going to to move the needle for anyone and yeah. not on the main roster but i feel the same way and no disrespect to johnny gargano what's he gonna do on the main to me he's always an nxt guy i don't know what he can yeah. do i mean on there's the only so much you're gonna be able to do with johnny gargano and he's again great worker great yes. worker yes entertaining funny but at the end of the day it's like 
is he going to be able to break that glass ceiling? No. I don't know. No. I felt that way about a lot of people they brought back. You know, I, I, I have a list. On a personal level, I adore mm. Mia Yim. I, mean, I know Mia from when I worked at ROH. I know Mia from, from the Indies, and I was happy. But, I mean, it's her comeback fell flat. Like, yeah. that really fell flat, yeah. that comeback night. A lot of them are, but the the one guy that we've been we've been clamoring for for two years, they finally bring back and they listen to the fans. Vince is gone, Triple H is in charge, so you bring back the one guy we all wanted to see, Bray Wyatt, and nothing. What the hell has he done? Yeah, uh, Carrying Cross, who I was anxious to see come back. Yeah, he needs to be bald, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he's he's back and he's getting some some you know impressive. He's getting some TV time, but he needs to be bald. Nothing against Karen. Makes Cross. him stand out. Oh, no, no, no. Yes. Bald men are the best. I don't know where he got that idea from, but okay. Um, but uh, yeah, so a lot of the comebacks, a lot of the people that Triple H has brought back and brought back to his credit as a make good because a lot of people shouldn't have left in the first place, Regal. Um, and he's he's correcting those mistakes, but not every did. Not everyone, though, deserves to be in the mains. If you want to bring back Kid Row, bring it back to NXT. That's where they were to begin with. So keep him there. Same thing with Gargano. Yeah. I don't know what happened to Ciampa. He was supposed to be. Well, he, he got a like, major surgery. He's out for a while. Okay, sorry. I didn't know. Yeah, he's uh, out for at least, I think, eight? Eight months? If I if I don't read And then this, the same uh, thing, uh, AKA finally came out, Robert Roode as well. Robert Roode's out. He got his neck fused. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes, Dan. If I don't read this, she'll kill me. Uh, Bad Ash says, I'm bald, just not on my head. Same. I shaved my balls for this? Really? Okay. Yeah, that needed to be said, Dan. Thanks a lot. Anyway, um, about the the people that are being brought back. um, It didn't need to be said. Fuck you, Craig. (laughs) <laughs> I'm kidding. Go ahead. I don't read this about Bad Ashes Muff. She'll kill me. Oh no. Yeah. Um. the The ratings have not sparked any interest at all. Um. You she got two hundred. Pe- oh my god. I don't know what sick hold she has over you, or why we all have to suffer for it. But she's doing it for Foxy. I'm relaying the message. I'm just the messenger. If the muff is bald, can it really be called a muff? Oh well, if we can call it bald, then yes. Is it? Leave is my it, jersey alone. Too late. Do we just call it? Do we call it buff? <sighs> Go ahead, Craig. Sorry. I'm just <laughs> I'm just a messenger for big guns upstairs. These shows are long enough to get through. Just when we're talking about the stuff that we want to talk about. Yeah, you. exactly. I, I'm trying to get out of this part. You keep it going, Dad. Shut up, Craig. Uh, Badash. <laughs> No, but Badass said this, and Badass said that. I have to. I'm a messenger. I have to relate. I have to read the the people who are in the chat, or they're gonna (laughs) come back. I have to read the (laughs) people. I need to get a pudding in the second run off. I need to put the roofal in and and, and get to do the thing. Uh, If we're talking about wrestling, uh, both products suck currently. Uh, AEW has a bunch of wrestlers that should be on TV every weekend or not, should be pushed and or not. WWE has 200 wrestlers, and we see the same 12 every goddamn week on both shows. 
absolutely nothing is different. I don't know why we have to see the brawling brutes every week. I don't know what Chad and Gable and Otis are. I don't even know what they're supposed to be or why they're even on television to begin with. Get Damian Priest out of there. Give him a singles push. Why Rhea Ripley isn't a champion of some of SmackDown or Raw still escapes me. You have all of these incredible talent that you have, and you have a guy in charge, finally, that's not 79 years old and knows what the fuck he's doing because he's been in the ring and he knows who to push. 98% of them he's recruited and pushed in the first place, so do it again. Um. So, yeah, that's my... I'll get off my pulpit now. Hey, what did Bash have to say, Dan? She, <laughs> she wants to know why you don't like her. Aww. I wore this for her. She hasn't even commented. But no, let's hear about how she's not shaved. I. These are important things. Okay. <laughs> He's a Batman okay. fan. I wear my Batman Christmas sweater. Nothing. Will you please say something nice about his sweater? Badass. Batman background. Nothing. Please. Batman bathroom. Anyway, uh, Damien, what's uh, next on your list? All right. Changing gears now. More to the fandom. <laughs> you okay? I'm reading. I'm trying to read. Okay. Well, like, just in time for the holiday season, you know, you always, you know, as kids growing up every now and again, you know, we wound up with that educational toy that we really didn't like or something like that. But just in time for the holidays, we have something that's kind of creative for a child or something like that. Uh, something rather interesting. Um, the yeah, Hellraiser. I have to eat, I'm going to kill you. Huh? No, it's not this food. Is something. Okay. All right. No. It's not food. I said toy. Oh, well, I mean. Don't play with your food, Dan. <laughs> I mean, I on occasion like to play with my food, but, you know. I was going there. Yep. Mm-hmm. But anyway. The Hellraiser puzzle box, now a toy kids can play with. Ooh. Now, here's the interesting Seen as either the coolest thing, it's currently seen as either the coolest thing uh, in a while from a major retailer or the most twisted. Um, the folks at Boing Boing, yeah, I Walmart, is now selling toy replicas of the Lament configuration from the Hellraiser franchise. The Hellraiser puzzle box have, uh, has become a STEM toy. STEM is the company. Uh, uh, one intended for children to play, to play with as they learn about technology and engineering. Yes, the very puzzle box that unleashes the Cenobites onto the earthly plane and brings forth sadistic pleasures for them will teach you all about engineering and stuff like that. Uh, now, here's the great stuff, and this can be looked up. We actually have it on our newsfeed, or look it up for yourself. I don't like that. We'll go to Walmart. You'll find it. Uh, in the Walmart ad, we can even see a father and a daughter posing with their replica Hellraiser toy box. I guess little Susie really wanted to meet Pinhead instead of Santa Claus. Uh, and they're like that. But yeah, it's like, like you know those like old advertisements with families, like, ooh, and eyeing over a game or, or something like that, or education sort yeah, it's that kind of uh, photo shoot. This is a hell of a way to introduce the next generation into the BDSM community. <laughs> so this is an actual toy, but apparently uh, the design of it is, is stay. I mean, despite the success of the new one, it actually apparently uh, is said to have stayed very loyal to the original 
design and everything and as well. Yeah, you got to see like the advertisements. It's literally like you know you open up the <laughs> old Target or Toys R Us thing. Yeah. It's, like, it's like it's like the dad and daughter. She's like all engrossed, and he's just like, "That's incest." It's a Hellraiser box. I want one. <laughs> Uh-oh. Roscoe Taco says Clyde Barker's 40-year plan finally plays off. Right? Genius. Yeah, that son of a bitch. Kids toys. Two really great movies, 17 really eh movies, and then now it is here. Yeah, yeah. That's now, sticking with the whole horror thing, because, you know, that's what Christmas is all about. Really, really cre- crazy and creative horror movies. Yeah. Let's face facts. I mean, a lot of really interesting horror movies have come out during the holiday season, you know, and everything like that. Now, um, the last time we had the show, you know, we made mention of the uh, Winnie the Pooh, um, Blood and Honey, or Honey and Blood, whatever it's called, and everything yeah. like that. Which is weird. Which is weird. Well, get ready for the next thing now. A Bambi horror film will make him vicious, a vicious killing machine. The, uh, the character of Bambi fell into public domain on January 1st, 2022, uh, 99 years after the publication of Felix Salton's Bambi, A Life in the Woods, the story on which the beloved Disney movie was based. And just like the Winnie the Pooh movie that we had mentioned, there was apparently somebody out there with a Bambi horror story just waiting to be told because filmmaker Scott Jeffrey is going to bring us Bambi, The Reckoning. The story of a deer out of blood following the murder of his mother. The film will be executive produced by the by the people who directed the Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Um, uh, the and apparently, again, this is the beginning of a new trend. Apparently, because apparently, what's planned uh, next is a horror adaptation of Peter Pan, which I'm actually kind of interested in. Wonder why. Uh, firmly entrenching in, in a very specific niche uh, in the movie world. He is also reportedly developing a story centered on Loki, the Norse god of mischief. Uh, the film will be incredibly dark retelling of the 1928 story we all know and love, Jeffrey told Dread Central. Quote, finding inspiration from the design used in Netflix's The Ritual, Bambi will be a vicious killing machine that lurks in the wilderness. Prepare for Bambi on rabies. Uh, and again, this is apparently a new trend as, uh, for those of you that are not privy, we also have a trailer out, I don't know if it came out yet, for um, a movie called The Mean One, which is a horror movie, French movie, which we saw the trailer for and everything like that. So now, with that being said, because I don't have any other news bits and I invited you guys to, you know, toss out any, but I wanted to pose this question for you. Hey. A holiday gift giving out there, you know, holiday wish list, if you will. Because again, I just mentioned horror is kind of like a thing for holidays and like that. What, you know, something in this category, whatever, would you like to see transcended over into a horror movie? I know this twisted one's probably got about thirty of them lined up already. Oh, I'm I'm a twisted person. Well, put it this way: a lot of the stories that they're doing now that are in public domain, that's not something new. Uh, Zenoscope Comics has made a killing um, off of a lot of the public domain titles that exist out there and turning them into like horror fairy tales and 
uh, horror retellings like of the Wizard of Oz and Alice in Wonderland and of course Peter Pan and such. Um, so nothing new there. Although uh, deers are terrifying to begin with. Anyone that's driven a highway upstate <laughs> would know deers are already terrifying. So we're going to make it scarier. Cool. Very cool. But there's any any like particular like fairy tales or Disney things that you would like to see turned over into the horror thing? Not at all, but because I can't stop it and because it'll probably be done anyway. Um, because I'm I'm not as I wasn't a fan of Winnie Two Blood and Honey or any of this turning Bambi or any childhood. Um cartoons into horror films i know it's your guys' wheelhouse and but it's not mine but i will say the one thing that would really be a great horror film only because of what we can do now with cgis and real life animals goldilocks and the three bears would Mm. be an epic horror film yeah, yeah. the bear, the pop bear, and the oh, just, well, there's that there's that there's that bear, bear on the the cocaine, cocaine bear, bear, cocaine yes. bear movie coming out, cocaine bear based on inspired by a true story. Exactly, yeah. So what they can do with bears now, if you want, there's a horror movie. You have bears already. You have three bears and a female heroine right there. That's your that's your horror film. A female heroine instead of cocaine. <laughs> what I did, Fox, you caught that. You see what I did? Thank you. You're the only one who cares. That's why you're my favorite. <laughs> huh. Oh, and to horror. I don't know. I've read so many weird adaptations of things that it's hard for me to even say anything. But I mean, they've already done Hansel and Gretel. It's yeah. a horror movie. And if you saw the movie Freeway, um, long I saw ago, Little Red Riding Hood. That yeah. was Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah. So. I've read so many horror adaptations of like fairy tales or Disney things. And then I've read the other, you know, the flip side of things. I've read the darker, dirtier stuff. So Mm -hmm. it's really hard to pinpoint what I would, huh? How about you, Dan? You've been rather quiet over there on this. Nothing. Well, I don't even know how most of the stories are the uh, darker takes and Disney sanitized it. That's from purple flavor trash. Um, Yeah. I kind of want to see Snow White as a uh, horror movie. Ooh, yeah. Well, the original Grim Tale was a horror film. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I want to see the... Can we just burn Pinocchio for 90 minutes? (laughs) (laughs) Roscoe Taco. Roscoe Taco. Roscoe Roscoe, Roscoe Taco made uh, Foxy snort. Yep. Yeah, I I want to see Snow White. (laughs) I kind of just want to see Melissa, uh, Melissa, Maleficent. Maleficent. No, I'm not going to do it. No, shut up. I want to see that horror movie, Maleficent. Elephant. Uh, oh my god. Okay. Uh, I'm looking around at my Funko Pops to remind me of like what kind of things they had. Uh, oh, I want to see Scary Terry as a horror movie. Ah. Terry. Damn, I had it in the sky. Frozen. Mm. Frozen is a fucking horror movie. Yeah. Roscoe Taco. The, wow. the, drunk, the Drunk Elephants as a horror movie. Cat in a Hat. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. 
Oh no, he lives. All right, come on. It's already been kind of hinted at whatever. Let's let's, let's be real. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, or, that has or, to be or, or slash Willy Wonka, whatever you, however you want to call it. Come on, like full blown horror. That one's like been waiting. We talked about that years I ago. Started, but it's not public domain. Yeah, I know. Remember, because remember, I started doing the sketches for yeah. you. Yeah, you were writing it. I was doing the sketches. He was. We were literally like doing like a, a Charlie Chocolate says Willy Wonka horror thing, where she was doing the writing and I was like doing like the yeah. character illustrations. But it's not public domain, so you can't really. Yeah, do you can't do anything about it. You'll get sued. You'll get sued. Get sued. Uh, I'm trying to think. What else? We have all these books here too. Hmm. Huh. Huh. Oh, Epilepsy and Woozles. No, uh, no, uh, Jack and the Beanstalk. Because you're yeah. your, your, your horror right there. That'd be a good one, Jack and the Beanstalk. I mean, a lot of them could be twisted around. Right? Like, but the I, funny I, thing I, is, again, a lot of them are. Yeah. It's just yeah, like purple said. Yeah. I, listen, if you. You could twist any of these if you try hard enough. That is what she said. <laughs> oh, now it's funny. Craig said it. It's funny. <laughs> well, I didn't read it off of someone else telling me to say it. That, okay, listen, real quick. Very seriously, I need to address something because we've upset Bad Hatch for real. Let's be nice to Bad Hatch. Not you guys. Chat and Craig. Craig, she wants to know why you hate her so much. Uh, we already went over that. Let me finish. Uh, she's actually upset because she was getting shit in the chat. She's one of my biggest supporters. Hey, we are going to be nicer to her, or Dan's going to get fucking angry and just erase all of it. She is as part of this show as much as anybody else would be in the chat. Damn I mean, right. everybody's chat. Yeah. Um, be nice. Even if we get sidetracked, it's like a little Preston Steve moment. We just go back on. It made for another. It made for a nice moment. I always want to include everybody in the chat. So even if it's off topic, I will read it. Uh, and that's it. That's all. We're moving yeah. on. I will um, thank somebody if they fuck with her. Uh, She'll do it. Time. She'll do it. And I'm I'll explain. good at internet well, finding people. She reach, is. Out to her, re- reach out to her then. Um, but anyway, we're all good. Everybody's be nice. Everybody be nice. And, you know, that's- badass... As like our styling of things. Again. I was smoothing it over. I was if we, if, over. if we pick on you, it's because we love you. It's the way it works here. We pick on you because we love you. That's the she way thought, we do it here. She we don't pick Craig on each other to, to knock each other down. We pick on each other she because thought, we actually love you. She thought other. Craig was actually mad at her. I was like, no, he was just mad at me because I interrupted. We, uh, I mean, I, hell, I made, I, make, I make Dan eat like disgusting shit on this show. Yeah, go fuck <laughs> yourself, by the way. Somehow, Everybody's fine. I just wanted somehow, to get out there. States away, I managed to microdan da- Dan to eat crap on the show. Not little crap. Not little crap. Figurative crap. Figurative crap. That would have been a better time. This motherfucker right here. Burple flavored trash just is like scrapple and pork roll. That's it. I quit. Oh, yeah. he said pork roll. Right, I'm done. <laughs> Oh God! He shut the lights down and everything. He shut it down. <laughs> I don't know. Died. Well, it's just us, Craig. Yeah, my plan finally came together. Like, by the yes. way, that was a. I have waited was, two years for this. By the way, that you saw flying onto camera, which nobody saw because it didn't switch because I didn't throw hard enough. Uh, is where is it? 
It is. Uh, this is Nerdum. So this will you're count. sitting on it. You're sitting on it. Yeah. I got it. Oh, okay. Uh, this is a dog toy Luke Skywalker That's that true. fit that fits inside of a dog toy Tauntaun hole. Wow. I was afraid what you're gonna say it fits inside for a while. It fits inside of a butthole. No, uh, it's from Empire Strikes Back. You know how Han rescues him and stuffs him inside of the Tauntaun. So the toy comes with this stuffed inside of it. And part of the toy around that area is like little paper that makes noise. So the dog is attracted to it and rips Luke out and it squeaks. I shouldn't have done that. That was a bad idea. She's going to come get this now. (laughs) Anyway, it doesn't have the scar, though. I was very disappointed. Barkbox. Yes, it was Barkbox. Okay. Well, that's generally all the news I had. I said I left some room open up, you know, for you guys. Is anything you wanted to toss in for the end of the year slash holiday or anything like that? I mean, by all means. Uh, really quick thing, um, folks. So, um, even though Miss Fox Foxy hasn't used it in a while, um, for new nerd herders, old nerd herders have enjoyed this for many, many years now. New nerd herders, if you haven't. Miss Foxy Foxy does have a YouTube channel, and if you want something special for the holidays, courtesy of the Nerd Herders, um, she has on her YouTube, which is also Mila Foxy Foxy, right? Yes, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Let me check. Okay. Yeah, I tried to tag you the other day. That was like the best yes ever. The, the best <laughs> intro ever. And like, eh, it was, I was like the, 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 blonde, the blonde character from Mad TV. Yes. Yes, me, maybe. Yes. Okay, on YouTube as well. Go through her old playlist and everything like that. But she actually has a nerd herders version slash reading of Twas the Night Before Christmas. Really? Yeah, it's hilarious. It's fantastic. It's worth a watch if you have not seen it. He said that. Like, um uh... also on there was her is her near near viral version of Call Me Book Me. Which is a uh, fun take on indie wrestling and everything like that. I was like actually going to do a remix. Are oh, you going to do a remix? Now that I'm back in wrestling and I see more, you I'm going to do remix. a remix. I'll put it on TikTok. You should, you should try to find uh, the, the what's his name? The vet guy. And I the, know. I want to. And, and collab. You guys should collab. I do. But yes, uh, if you want something holiday based from the Nerd Herders, um, definitely go to her channel and check out uh, her reading uh, and our um, performance of the night before Christmas. It's definitely worth a check out. Um, that being said, again, uh, did you guys have anything you wanted to toss out there for the holidays or anything like that before uh, you know, before we bid adieu to this year? Uh, this year has been um, uh, eventful, uh, incredible. Um, we, there's a first year back in natural civilization. You know, we, um, Got to, even though COVID's still out there and still very real, and yeah. it. so um, still still keep wearing those masks and still keep washing those hands. But um, we got to get out in um, everyday society. Um, probably the biggest story of the year when it comes to us as nerd herders is the um, the return, the triumphant return to the ring of one Veronica Vargas. Um, that was huge this year. 
they return to stellar year. I ain't gonna lie, she's just had an amazing, and that's not a bias as, as a professional. Like, she's had an amazing, year. yeah. But I mean, we started this year, um, with a lot of promise and hope. And I haven't given up hope that one day we will do this show live with all four of us in the same room. Um, it wasn't this year, but it will be um, something that we will do. But uh, the start of your of your book, tell me who I'm supposed to be, and from there, your return to the ring, which was huge on so many levels and to so many people, and. We're all proud of you, and I know your fans miss the hell out of you, Damien. And we, you went through a lot um, with your school and your health and your your accolades, your your graduation um, to another level. Uh, so much happened, entertainment wise, uh, movies that we see. We got a new Batman this year. Um, we got to see uh, Reed Richards of the Fantastic Four. On the big screen, we got to see all three Spider Men in the in one movie. Um, There's a lot more to come apparently via that new trailer, the Spider Verse thing. Yeah, yeah, that just dropped. Uh, that just dropped yesterday. Uh, we saw um, and all the violence that happened in the world of professional wrestling on an MMA and on and on the Oscar stage. So. <laughs> Uh, uh, this year had everything. So um, hopefully it will be uh, a lot more uh, good things. Uh, we had, we said goodbye to a lot of, um, uh, a lot of big people, a lot of important people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, hopefully there won't be too many more of those uh, in 2023. But if we're back here in December, 2023, and we can all, uh, we've all lived, loved and laughed and uh, survived another year, then, it will be uh, a good one. So that's my um, my my bid adieu to 2022 and my um, look f- looking forward to uh, 2023. And Dan, I know you wanted to uh, you wanted to say um, a very heartfelt. Um... <laughs> Did you want to share your news? Uh, I'm trying to set you up for some really big speech that I know you don't have. So I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to put you on the spot. Yes, I just want to say to all my fans of the world, go fuck yourself. No, um, I don't know when exactly this is happening next week, but I will say after, how did I put it earlier when I walked in the door to Kelly, after damn near 30 years of servitude and loyalty and pimping the good name that is WMMR, and doing a website for a number to the number one rated morning show in almost all of the world. Uh, well, I mean, in, in, in Philadelphia, yeah, in Philadelphia. Um, that he's finally going to be on the show <laughs> next week in an interview. Um, uh, he's it's taken all of his life, but he's on there. Uh, Dan's going to be on the President Steve show. His idols, his friends, his family. Uh, I've only asked for a shout out from Craig every 80 times he's been on. Not one <laughs> fucking time has he ever fucking done it. And I'm going to be sure that I make him feel bad by giving him a shout out on the show. Yeah. Does it make you feel like garbage? No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm, I got a text today uh, from the Press of Steve show like, hey, Dan, you want to come on the show? Talk about the revamp Press of Steve Rock website. I've been doing a archive site for them because I felt like it since 2007. 
And they've always, to be fair, to preface that they've always been good to me. Um, they've always hooked me up with tickets I never asked for. They just knew. Um, I've always been let in uh, as part of the family and the VIP area at different parties and get-togethers in the Philadelphia, South Jersey area. They've never done me wrong. I've never asked for anything. They've always been there. And then this one time, I sent a screenshot because I felt like doing some overhaul on the site. And they were like, hey, you want to come on the show next week? Now, I wanted to respond and say, is it a slow week next week? But <laughs> that means a lot to me. I, I can't convey in words. I, uh, You know, I know Foxy knows uh, as much as Craig how big WMMR is to me, what they mean to me. So, I mean, President Steve has their own bobblehead. <laughs> so, I'm very happy. But I do want to say uh, it is a privilege to still be doing Nerd Herders Rebooted um, when I kind of, when it kind of happened, and I was like, maybe I should ask them to bring that back. I never thought it'd be receptive. And two years later, we're still doing it. And I hope it goes on. I, I think spacing it out, I say you guys could do it as much as you want. I just want you guys to do something because I miss you guys. Mm-hmm. And here we are. We're still here. And fate's willing we'll be doing it again this time next year and as craig said hopefully we can do it at one of our headquarters preferably in the man cave um so i can steal a few things when he's not looking uh no uh, uh, we have the mics we have the equipment uh let's let's make it a goal let's do it there there's my fucking yeah let's do it and thank you to everyone uh, Bad Ash by name because uh, she asked for it. Purple flavor trash. Uh, Danny. Uh, GM Spectre, who's not here tonight. Songman John. And everyone else who keeps coming in to Nerd Herders. Uh, thank you. Now go go home and get your fucking shine boxes. <laughs> no more shines. I told you, no more shines. You've been away for a while. And, then you, and maybe to, know. to Foxy and Damien, to Foxy more than Damien, because eh, fuck you, Damien. Uh, um, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I miss our show, and I don't know where the hell I wrote it down. So please write to me and remind me what that date is. I believe I said literally December 31st. 31st, and I said I. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and right, I have yeah, nothing yeah. going on. So I will put it in my. I have it in my calendar. I just didn't look at the day yet. New Year's Eve. Day time. I will get up early if I got to. We will do it. Oh, we're not going to get up that early. Nice, sweet. I have we have excite the night before. Yeah, we we we. Yeah. I'm taking him with me. I'm going to show him off to all my friends. Look, oh, wrestling. Hey, hey, everyone! This is my husband. He used to be a wrestler. <laughs> That's why I'm taking him because everyone knows me. Like, yeah. oh, that's Veronica. That's Foxy. Who's that? Oh, that's just Foxy. So yes. <laughs> so being she said it, yes, the cat is out of the bag. Don't look for me to be out there or anything. I'm actually, uh-huh. I, I've grown to actually like really appreciate the product. As you uh-huh. see, I, I shill it and everything like that. I like what they do. Um, so it's a good product. I have, uh, I have some of some of the talent there. I am friends with and everything like that. Uh, and so I wanted to go for a while, but the thing is, I didn't want my presence at all to hinder anything she was working towards. Right. 
I didn't want anything of that nature or whatever the case would be. Not that I've ever floated my boat about being anybody. The point is, I just didn't want that. <coughs> I wanted this to be all about her and let her do her own thing. Yes. And, I, you know, I and, you know, I figured when the time was right and she decided the time was right. <laughs> Look at that grin. <laughs> I would uh, I would make it out and everything like that. So, yeah, December 30th, I will actually be at Excite again. Don't look for me to be doing anything. I plan okay. on being very incognito and behind the ca- behind the curtain and everything like that. I've offered to lend a hand and, you know, it hasn't exactly been something that they said no to. So, okay. you know, because okay. I, I am in that mode as well. I've always, again, as a karate instructor, I enjoy teaching and all like that. And I've, I've been in that mode for a long time in terms of wrestling. I want to give back. Okay. So, you know, go early, you know, maybe teach some of the guys, whatever the case may be, or help out wherever the, wherever I can and everything like that. Okay. So, you know, though there, don't expect me to be doing anything or anything like that. Because it was already asked to me right at the beginning. Hey, do you want to? I was like, no, I do not. So, I have so- not. I have not, like, been in a ring and done anything in quite some time. And I am not in ring shape. Or like that, so yeah. So, so, uh, so to be clear, is it going to be in? <laughs> so to be clear, you're not. You're going to support your wife because she asked you, and you are there strictly uh, as a, as a support husband, not yeah. as a um, not as an active participant. Nope. And if, so you you just want you're not you don't want to distract. You want to keep the focus. On Foxy because this is her time. This is she's it's her matches. Absolutely, so you're going to be in a trench coat and dark glasses and a big hat. So you'll be completely. Uh, I'm not even. I'm. I don't even plan to be outside the curtain. I plan to be behind the curtain. Behind the curtain. Or, not doing. Or behind curtain. my merch table. Well, behind her merch her table. table. <laughs> yes, hawking. Yes, like a good husband. Yes. Talking here, wares. Okay. Go hang out with like uh, Epics' girlfriends and <laughs> all of them back there. Keep the rats away. I'll be in the the the, you know, the wrestlers' wives' corner. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you'll be you'll be I with you. Always be the merch tables. You get to be with Mr. Heat over with, with all the wives. That's yeah. that you'll be with the other rats. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but Damien, just so you know, um, with your presence continues. And I'm sure Fox will ask you back again. The question is, you're going to keep coming, though, um, of eventual return, because I thought she was done. She made it very clear, if, at least when we when we first started two years ago, that she was done. So if she came back, all I'm and saying look how is, she's thriving. All I'm saying is there is there is no time frame or anything like that. Uh-huh. But she and I, for a long time, have had at least one on the bucket list that we want to do. And that's... Ah. So are you giving the exclusive or just make no, it? There is no need for an exclusive. <laughs> okay. If the time is right yeah, and it happens, right. it happens, Yeah, no, if it's, it doesn't it's, happen... We just, we, there is a thing. We, we, we want to do at least one more time mm-hmm. before it's just like... Okay, well, I already know what you don't have to say it. It's you know, you're obviously your sex tape. So I'll look for your on your OnlyFans, and um, that'll be uh, something to look forward to. I know. Yeah, we'll, we'll no, yeah, I'll be excited. Well, like that. So I, you know, I, doors I open early, I, whatever, like that. You know, I'll, I, I'll say I hi, whatever, like that. But don't expect me to do anything. I okay. don't think that's correct, Craig. No, 
No. I th- really thought that's no, what they were old. alluding to. They don't to. have a tape. It's on DVD. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I know it. As long as it's available, and I will pay through the nose I'm to get, get it. smacked. I mean, I know I'm going to get smacked. No, it's that's okay. Fine. It's worse. Um, I I don't know if this is a sore subject or anything. I'm asking out of just general curiosity before we leave. Um, the title of the book is "Tell Me Who I'm Supposed to Be." Where are we now? We are it. revisiting this after the holidays. Okay. Because, admittedly, I the the balance with real life and wrestling shows mm-hmm. stuff happened. And yeah. my mental health was absolute shit until about September. And okay. when I mean shit, I mean shit. No one knows how shitty it was. It was shit. Oh, no, honey. It, it was is. Worse shit. It was okay. worse than shit. So I took it a was long where, break. It was, it was lower than shit. Oh, okay. but it was broken shit. Yeah. So okay. I did take a break from it. Mm-hmm. Again, the flash drive thing is still irksome. But, I mean, I figured out ways around it. I have been writing in a notebook. Okay. So... It's all there. It's all still happening. But the computer will be picked up to finish the final draft. Because mind you, I'm on the final fucking draft. I'm like yeah. on its last leg. So come after the holidays because we got a lot going on with the holidays, his holiday party. I just had a show fucking cancel on me yes, just today God for this fucking it. weekend. Mm. But she's and, got a holiday party now. I got a holiday party to go to now, so it's fine. Uh, so you know, it's actually our first party in years too. Yeah, I know, and it's uh, it's going to be with a bunch of kids, <laughs> but a lot of a lot of homemade, Jeez. a lot of homemade Latin food, though. Yes, but after the holidays, after this next excite show, and as far as I know, January is rather light mm-hmm. right now, right right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm gonna fix that balance. Okay, finish this fucking draft because, like I said, okay. it's almost done. Okay, last question. Um. How are you feeling? Health-wise? Yes. Mental health-wise? Yes. Oh, fine. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Look at this face. I can't, I, I can't keep my eyes off it. That's, of course I'm looking at it. No, I'm... I'm, I'm still dead inside. Good. But, mm-hmm. but in a good way. That okay. makes sense. She's found a way to let it go. I've it's stopped giving a shit about everything. Good. Great. Yes, it's very freeing. It is. Uh, it's <laughs> you know, not to make this a whole like you know, like hokey public, hokey public premise thing. It's like, look, too late. You know, like again, as we started the show and like that. You know, yes, turn to people, talk to people, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's not about being a mouth. It's not about being a voice. It's not about giving advice. Sometimes it's better to just be an ear or a shoulder. Yes. And seeing this, because again, I've lived it for 20 mm-hmm. years and I've seen some seen some shit. But no, seeing seeing her come back from this and be where she's at now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so again, you know, as much as you tell people to get help, and yes, again, I'm not knocking any of those. But again, don't knock the power of simply just being yes don't have to say a word mm-hmm. don't have to give advice really like that. just be there and that mm-hmm. you know in itself can help yes being and present yeah so yeah dan yes. don't cry <laughs> too late fuck you guys <laughs> <laughs>
No, that's that's good news. Thank you. And the, thank you for those words, Damien. Yeah. And I'm happy that you're still dead inside, Fox. Uh, wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know I am if you're alive. Roll for the last two months or so. Not fucking time. Um, all right, I know you guys were doing. Uh, Dan, are you doing anything over the uh over the holidays? Any plans for you? Yeah, I'm coming to Jersey. Oh, okay. Got an extra day off. Um, it's going to be a quick jaunt. Uh, but uh, I'm dead inside, and uh, I'm not going to get into a bunch of specifics. But uh, uh, it sucks. The holidays are a goddamn bummer right now. And uh, I'm putting on a brave face, just. <laughs> but I'd like to jackknife off the top of the house, head first into the parking lot. Uh, I'm not going to. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm just going to visit family, and uh, as Damien and Foxy just alluded to, be present for a couple of days. Okay. And then come home and go back to work, with a whole load of pork roll. <laughs> <laughs> Say something, purple. That's saying word. Okay. Um do we we got everything out? I guess so. We needed to get. I'm not dead inside. I had some Taco Bell, so I don't know what's going on inside, but it's not good, whatever it is. Guess who that was? It'll be dead inside in a few. Yes. <laughs> Give it a, It'll be dead a inside hours. a bowl. Yeah. Give it a couple it'll hours. Be... It'll smell like something died. Give it time. I don't know why everybody Actually, has trouble with Taco Bell. Bell. Oh, 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 uh, before we go, um, this is our last show of the year, and we've done, uh, it's too late to do a review, uh, but is there anything that you're looking forward to in the year of our Lord 2023? Yes. Oh, I think Dragon Age. Yes. Yes, I'm looking forward to Dragon Age Dreadwolf on all consoles. Uh, I'm looking forward to all of the Assassin's Creed games. I'm looking forward to going to more concerts because I've done a lot of concerts this year and it was so much fun and I didn't get sick over it. And <laughs> and I have a wrestling goal for 2023. 2023, I am bringing back the cat fight. The cat yeah. fight? I'm bringing back the cat fight. Well, well, if anyone can do it, Fox. Wrestling is supposed you. to be realistic and some bitches can't wrestle. So what are you supposed to do? Cat fight. Cat fight. Perfect. <laughs> Well, if anyone could bring it back, it's going to be you. <laughs> Anything you're looking forward to, Damien, besides the cat fight? No, that's the other thing I need to look forward to. Yeah, you had me a cat fight. You had me a cat fight. <laughs> I mean, what? Realistically, a lot of like wrestling is supposed to be real life, right? And yeah. it's like, in real life, a lot of girls can't fight. No. They're going to cat fight. So why can't, yeah, really, why can't we just cat fight too? You can. You always could. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, there was something in March. I can't remember what it is now. Either of this. There's like a game or two I think I was looking forward to. It was something in March. I can't remember what the hell it is okay. at all. I can't. As far as oh. games go, um, I will say this year. Uh, Jedi Survivor. Was what? Star Wars game? Was that what you were looking for? No, 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 no. Something else. I, it's okay. something far- I thought of a while ago. I can't remember it for the life of me. Okay. As far I as am being... still waiting for the news to drop on like the official like what's going on with Mass Effect, but obviously I don't know if we're getting that next year or like that. <laughs> so yeah. I just want to point out to a conversation Craig and I had earlier 
this is why I want headphones because Craig started a sentence three times and got cut off because y'all can't that? hear each other. And something's happening. Uh, apparently, we're all going to die. Uh, yeah, we just, I don't know. We don't know if something fell off of our balcony or something that was not a fall made a sound. That was uh, that was my soul, as I mentioned. Craig, go ahead. Take it over. Uh, no, um, I will. Hopefully, everything is fine in the Vargas household. Uh, in between that, uh, we will. I will thank you, everyone, for the watching and listening uh, to this show every month whether you're a first timer or a long timer we sincerely appreciate your attention and your time the one thing that we can't ever you can ever give back is your time so thank you for sharing that with us now something nosy she's literally doing the uh vacuuming the window thing or whatever the case may be at this point she's standing Jesus on a chair and trying to see what the hell's going on oh my goodness see i just do the old-fashioned thing and i turn the lights off and hide behind the blinds and just go Bell? Or something was yeah well we're gonna, we'll check it momentarily we'll check it momentarily <laughs> now carefully get down hey craig you're my nerd herder you're my nerd herder dan boxy <laughs> you're my nerd herder you're my nerd herder damien mine you my yes ladies and gentlemen see you next year this has been nerd herders and we thank you bye, bye. happy new year and merry christmas <laughs> <laughs>